Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Another five. How about something else that was five stars this weekend, Mike? That was the way the Atlanta United game finished, and you got to be on the call of the not one but two Golazos by our very own Tiago Almada. So what was that experience like, the way that United kicked off the season? So, you know what's funny? Uh, when we did the show on Wednesday, you said, we got to do a short show because my voice is not doing so hot. And I, I've been having problems all week with pollen and allergies and and everything and and Wednesday Thursday ish I, I was I was a little bit worried like okay am I gonna have enough of a voice to get through Saturday's match because um you have to use a lot of it in describing a, a 90 minute nonstop sporting event and it, it's funny Chris about five minutes into the match on Saturday I started to feel my voice getting scratchy oh no and I thought oh boy we got 85 more minutes of this. Can I get through it? And fortunately, you know, at halftime, I was able to do the lozenge and hot tea thing and everything like that. And that got me back kind of in the game. But I, I, I think if if you listen to the final 10 or 15 minutes, you can tell my voice was not 100%. So I, I just thank God that I had enough left where I was able to, to give a description of those two goals. Look, it's like I tell everyone, I, I told Stake and Sandra this this morning when I was on with them. Um, I didn't do anything. Tiago Almada did the work. I just told everyone what happened. That's really how I feel about doing my job with Atlanta United. I love it. I have a ball describing the action. It, it, I have more fun doing that than anything else in this business. But again, the players are doing the work. All Jason and I are doing is explaining what's happening and putting it into context. So, you know, it was a fun ending it has absolutely nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with Tiago Almada. We are so blessed right now. We have Mahomes playing for Atlanta. We have Giannis right now playing for Atlanta. You know, it, like he is, he's the best player in this league. And right now, I don't think there's a close second. He's playing for us. Uh, and we needed him because, you know, quite frankly, the rest of the team is not a finished product right now. You don't yet have Jorgos Yakamakis in the team because he doesn't have his visa. You don't have Santiago Sosa in the team yet. Derek Etienne's not fully 90 minutes fit yet. So, like, you, you were without three really, really important starters on Saturday, and you got down early, and you're chasing it and chasing it and chasing it, and you keep hitting your head against that ceiling. And it really took two moments of individual brilliance by Tiago Almada to basically, hey, I got this. I'm going to take the match over, and that's what he did. Uh, but it's special to see. We are lucky right now in Atlanta to have someone of that caliber playing for us. 
What was it like? Uh, I, I didn't get to go to this game. I'm sure I'll get to go to a bunch of matches this season. Uh, the first first match of the season, always an interesting vibe at the Benz. How would you describe the, the fans and the crowd and the atmosphere? Wild. Uh, I think they announced the attendance at 67,000. Uh, look, I mean, I let's let's be clear. I mean, I, I think there have been instances where announced attendance and actual attendance doesn't quite match. But I do think there were a legitimate 60,000 people in the building, uh, which, again, on a Saturday night for a soccer match in Atlanta, pretty awesome. Charlotte up the road had 69,000. Uh, Nashville sold their stadium out. They had uh, 29,000. He had 165,000 people attending soccer matches in February in Atlanta, Charlotte, and Nashville. I, I thought that was really, really cool. Vibe was great. Uh, crowd was invested even when they were down. Uh, I don't think a whole lot of people left. I don't think the crowd became disengaged at any point. The funny thing is, Chris, like it's almost like the first day of school, uh, that, that season opener, you get back into the stadium and Everyone wants to say hi and talk to you and catch up. And remember, again, my voice, it's like at 80%. I'm trying to save it and do what I can. So, you know, I I, I want to visit with everyone. I want to have these fun discussions. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I really, really, really don't want to kill my voice having a discussion right now about something that, you know, isn't germane to the game. So uh, it worked out. Everyone was in a really good mood. It definitely sets a positive tone to start the season with a win. What's funny is Atlanta United's best seasons of all time have all started with losses. Mm. And in some cases, really in two cases, their two best seasons of all time, 2018 and 19, started with blowout losses. Blowout losses. Their two worst seasons of all time, 2020 and 2022, started with narrow wins. Well, but let's, let's just be a coincidence. That let's be a coincidence. Hopefully that's just a fortune cookie type of thing and not something that so. <laughs> uh, actually carries over to the season. Cause it seems like it should be a fun squad. And uh, so. with Gonzalo getting his, you know, real fingers on the pulse of the team and the franchise, I think we can expect good things. I agree.